We're learning the Sikha, this starts over best, or Pnimi. We're learning the Sikha of Shmois, um, Lamedchet, about the Tachan and Munim, the Tachan, and it is Lerafua Shlema, for, who can tell me the name? It's in your WhatsApp. Kenya. Okay, we're going to say the name. We're going to say the name in a couple of minutes. So, so, okay, it's Rafur Shlema for a Shlucha who needs a big Rafur Shlema, is on life support and needs a very big Rafur Shlema. So, Kenya Basbracha, Devoraleya. Good. The Rafur Shlema, Kriva, immediately. Immediately. Okay, we have it. Okay. So, one of the things we're just saying as, as a preparation, that when, this is a Hanukkah Vart, when we have a, uh, we eat four different basic foods, bread and water, you know, flour, bread and water, this is basic, you need it to live. And then there's oil and there's wine and oil. And we'll see bread and water goes on the basics. The basics in Judaism, meaning the basics in Judaism are, what are you supposed to do? Halacha. You can't live a Jewish life if you don't know halacha. But then there, those are the basics. So, and, and, and then there's wine, which you use for, to become happy. For, to become happy. Simcha. To be, for simcha. And then oil is for satiety. Tainuk. You know, it's good oily, the greasy stuff is, or, you know, you need oil and things to make it. Fat-free food is not a lot of fun. It's not. So, um, the Rebbe often speaks about this concept of Benegeis of Hanukkah that um, the two have to go together. And and we see Hanukkah time, we make donuts, which are bread and water, flour and water, and you feel the oil through the flour and water. You don't buy, you you, you taste, you, you can feel that they're, they're, they're um, what's the word, fried. You need oil, but we don't drink oil directly. That's what we're going to learn in about a week when it comes closer to Hanukkah. So one of the ways that it's done is the Rebbeim always presents a deeper concept wrapped in kind of flour and water, wrapped in a Pusik and Tyra, wrapped in a sort, wrapped in a Pusik and Tyra. They take a Nigla Pusik and Tyra from Nigla Tyra, the basic stuff, and then they wrap it around um, a deeper insight. So over here, ooh, I forgot to bring my earplugs. Okay, so over here we have, we're talking about Imunim Bittafen, and there are going to be deeper insights about Imunim Bittafen, and we're, uh, we're learning it for the schluss of this shlucha. I don't know, it's Shmoy 36. So the story that is around, I'm going to read it in English. The story that the Sered is focusing on, again, the Pasuk, is that Maisha's actions as an adult. Maisha Rabbeinu comes of age, and he goes out to his brethren, and he sees an Egyptian man beating one of his Hebrew brethren. And he, and it says, and he smoked the Egyptian. This is a Pasuk in Tyre. This is a Pasuk in Kumash. He went out the next day, and he saw two Hebrew men quarreling. And he said to the wicked one, why are you hitting your fellow? And the wicked one said, do you intend to kill me like you killed the Egyptian? So Maishra Dana became frightened, and he said, uh-oh, the matter has indeed become known. He was afraid. We're going to focus on, the Rebbe's going to focus on this idea of being afraid. And Paro heard, and he wanted to kill Maishra Dana. And Maishra Dana had to run away. He, or he ran away, he fled. 
So this Pusik, and Maisha became frightened, Rashi says, the Pusik should be understood according to the plain meaning. He was afraid. But also the Nedra says he was worried because he saw wicked informers among the Jewish people. And he thought, if this is so, maybe they're not worthy of being redeemed. So the question comes up, why does the plain meaning that Meishervain was afraid for his life because it was public knowledge that he killed the Egyptians, why is that not enough? He was afraid. Why? Taro and everybody else would know he killed the Egyptians. And, you know, its impact on the whole Jewish people. Why is that not a good enough, a good enough um, explanation, what, you know, about this idea of fear? Why does Rashi also have to come and talk about the Medrash? That Maisha Rabbeinu's concern was that his brethren, the Yidin, would not deserve to be redeemed, which doesn't seem to be in the Pasuk at all. He's saying, oh no, the fact that they know means maybe the Yidin won't be redeemed. And so the, the question is, the Rebbe says, this understanding of Maisha Rabbeinu's fear, he's saying, I'm not worried that they know, the Tara knows. I'm worried that maybe then, if this is the way the, the Yidin are acting, maybe they won't be redeemed. We also have to understand it. He said, the matter has become known. Um, Maishar Benu was concerned about having, he wasn't, was concerned about having killed the Egyptians, but also there's something else you have to understand. Okay, so now, okay, so this is a lot of intricate, intricate, you want me to continue reading it? Right, so the rest is then going to go into Going, going to go into the idea of do we have to be afraid? We'll leave it at that. Yep, we'll leave it at that. Thanks. Okay. So now we are in in the pus in the sicha of Shmeis. We're up to um, let's see, probably Gimel, which everybody has on the page. This idea here. Um, the just before Gimel it says we have to understand what is the aside. Um, uh, sorry, let's just start at the top. There, we have to look at the portion that say it was proper. He didn't need to be afraid. Really, I would have. I would have been afraid. So, what is the what is wrong with the fact? What is his lack in that he said, "Oh no, Oyve, what's going to be?" Um, it's a great Mila. In other words, his humility was so great that he was always worried. Maybe my avida and their avida isn't what it should be. That's a good fear. That's not a bad fear. And so this is a shayla on the Mida of the Tachan that we have been commanded to do. That's where we're starting. And I think you have that page. B'tachan, okay. I'm going to say it in English. B'tachan is not just a muna on the ability of Hashem to save us. There's a muna and there's B'tachan. Do you believe Hashem can save you? Everybody believes that. We just don't believe he wants to. But Betachen is not just having a moon. I know that Hashem can save me if he wants to. But rather, Betachen is, remember, as far as I learned, a Muna is, I know that Hashem knows what he's doing and he will do the best thing. And I don't need to question it. So then I'm going to, I don't need to question it. Yeah, that's a Muna. So here's the question. If you know that Hashem knows what he's doing and you don't need to question it, why are you doubting? Why are you saying, please Hashem, give us this, give us that, give me this, give me that? 
he knows what he's doing. Right? Like, you ever have family members who say, do me a favor, please. I know what I'm doing. Right? I know what I'm doing. Please do me, just do me a favor and don't, don't tell me what to do. You never have family members who do that. So, I know what I'm doing. It's like a plumber, the Hobdell. A plumber comes to your house and you say, well, my, or an electrician, maybe you should this, 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 and this. Say, excuse me, ma'am, you're paying me to be an expert. Just let me do my work. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Or even whatever it is, you go to whatever. I know what I'm doing. You trust me or you don't. If you don't trust me, don't hire me. So why is it, Amuna is saying, Hashem knows what he's doing. So then really the question comes up, what are we doing dominating every day and, say, and giving each other brachas? Should, I'm thinking, psychologically, you would think we should give each other brachas um, to what? I don't know. We say, well, may you, you know, have great, well, if you don't, then Hashem doesn't want you to. So why am I going against Hashem? I know what he knows, what he knows what he's doing. He knows a lot better than us. So you see that contradiction? It doesn't make any sense. That, but again, the fact that it doesn't make any sense is the place that leaves all the room for betachin. So whatever betachin is that we're going to discover, it's really powerful. And Hashem himself wants us to question him. I don't know. My plumbers don't. My electricians don't. <laughs> the doctors don't. I remember going to a doctor many years ago in Eretz Israel. I said, well, why did I get this? He said, you want me to teach you seven years of medicine in four minutes? Get out of here. After that, I started going to private doctors and paying out of pocket. It was what? Kupat Chalim and Eretz Yisrael then. What are you, nuts? Right? They said, you want me to teach you seven years of medicine in four minutes? Get out of here. You don't trust me? So Hashem is doing something that nobody else would do. He's saying, please don't trust me. But trust me. Duh. What? He's saying, ask me for things that, that it looks, I know what I'm doing. And yet, I'm saying to you, so to speak, treat me as if you can affect my decision. You know I know what I'm doing, so why would you question it? And you say, no, question it. Like, Hashem, this system I don't understand. It's a real Pella. This is a Pella God. This system I don't understand. You're going to question me, and I'm telling you to question me, but I'm telling you I know what I'm doing, and I do things perfectly. I, I put those things in my computer, the computer crashes. They don't fit together. It's like, I can't figure it out. So there's this difference between, so the person is not knowing that Hashem, just knowing that Hashem can, can save me. If we don't believe that Hashem can save us, what are we doing here? You know, that's scary. You know, it's like the rest of the world. The difference between us and the rest of the world is they look at the political situation. They say, this is really terrifying. We also say, but we know Hashem will save us. They don't have that. You know, I don't know how they, they need a lot of, you know, whatever, Prozac to keep, you know, like it's scary. So, Betachani is, Betach Hashem, Shekin Yasa Bepayel. Betachani is that we trust Hashem that this is the way he'll actually do it. We are so sure that Hashem will do what we're, I, we'll see soon, what we're asking, and we're so sure that it's going to work out that we're totally calm and do not worry at all. Anybody last night with Mrs. Gunsberg's gathering? So at the end, Mrs. Cohen told the story about there was 
a break-in through her back door of her apartment, and she was very, 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 very calm the entire time. Said Mrs. At the end, they asked Mrs. Gonsberg, you weren't afraid? It was so scary. She said, of course I was afraid. Said, you look so calm. The girls all said, you look so calm. I said, okay, we'll call the police. She said, I couldn't let the girls know that I was afraid. Right? So so she looked. But imagine if you are totally calm. Yeah, the worry. Hashem is taking care of me. I don't worry at all. As we see in Chayvah Salavavah, Mahusa Betachan is Menuchas and Nefesh Abateh. Total peace. Total tranquility of the person who trusts. So his heart is, is, is trusting on the one who's trusting. He's trusting. It's going to work out. It's not a problem. He's trusting and it's going to work out. So here we have to need an explanation. What is the aside of this surety? Because even when there's a, a promise, a direct promise from Hashem, so, but what, so here's what Maisha Rabbeinu is saying. Hashem, you promised to protect us. Question. Spoiler alert question, Hashem. Do you still promise to protect us if we do things? Good question, right? Do you still promise to protect us if we do things? Pretend. I'm, like a little joke, you know, yesterday we went for physiotherapy. So, you know, I asked them a million questions. What? Sorry? Right. But once, so what I'm saying is, and so I told them, you know, I'm asking a lot of questions, and one of my, my son says, you know, Mommy, you drive it really crazy with all your questions. I said, I know, and I will continue to do it, because I want to know. I want to know. If you stretch this way, what happens? If you stretch that way, et cetera. And they said, no, 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 it's good. Okay. So here's the thing. So Hashem is saying, uh, you want to be, really trust the one that he will do everything good, so you, but you ask a question, Hashem, does that apply when we do sin? So, ooh, good question. Very good question. Right? You've got to ask questions. So here's what we have to understand. What is the aside for this surety? Oh, I don't have to worry. Hashem is taking care of everything. Because even when there's hapsacha mifureshe, an open promise from Hashem, Hashem, it is possible that the promise will not be fulfilled. Because we might break the rule ourselves. We might sin. Shema Garimachet. Them and us is, who's them? I don't know, but somehow the Red is deriving that from the whole thing here. So really that's the question. And how much, the question is, Hashem promises to protect us. But if we don't follow his system 100%, is the promise still on? Yes, he promised. No, so I'm saying that's the question. That's the question. You know, there are certain products you buy that they say 90-day money-back guarantee. But what they don't tell you is if you build, if you if you zip the zipper one time or something like that, or, or you know, they turn it all over to see if you touch the collar, then the the whole thing is void. We want to know, Hashem, what makes your promise of protecting us void? Is it Shema Yigarma Chet? If we do a Chet? So, and how much more so? And if it's not an absolute open promise, 
And the fact is, Shema Garma sort of happens to everybody. What if they do uh, a So that exists by everybody. Look how it says in the last line. How much more so? There's no, you know, tzaddik like the Jewish press tzaddik. Not real tzaddik. Where are we? Just before Gimel. There's, there's nobody in the land, I mean, other than the real tzaddikim, that don't do something wrong. Or even a tzaddik feels like compared to what he's going to be doing, now is considered on his level of chay. Not living up to your potential. So even, so if Yaakov Avinu was afraid also, and he was a, a, a tzaddik, so if we're learning about Betachan and it turns out that if you do one thing wrong, then the whole system doesn't work, I don't have time to learn the sikha. I want to know. So, so we don't, wait, so let's find out what, what, what the truth is. But it's a fantastic question. It, what do I need to do to break the rules of the system that Hashem will protect, protect us? To avoid the warranty? No, 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 that's the question the Rebbe is asking. Oh, no. The question that the Rebbe is asking is, if you sin, does it void the warranty? The warranty is, Hashem is going to always protect you. Wait, wait, wait. In general, when we learn, when the Rebbe poses a question, it's better not to answer it. We want to sort of open up for something that's so revolutionary that we never would have thought such an answer. Because otherwise it's very simple. Everybody would think, well, if we sin, we void the warranty. The Rebbe, obviously the Rebbe is going to say no. No, obviously not. No, but it's very obvious because here the Rebbe is saying there isn't anybody who, who doesn't sin on some level. So if everybody's voiding the warranty, who needs your warranty? I'll go to a different company. I don't need your... I don't need your jacket. You with your warranty, it's a useless warranty. So one second. Okay, look at Gimel. I'm saying the promise that Hashem will protect us. I call it the warranty. Okay, look at Gimel. The Chaira, we have to understand some. The Indian of the Tachan is based on the Amuna that everything comes from Hashem, the Creator, Yisrael. Everything comes from Hashem. And when we find ourselves in a Mesar and Sara, a difficult situation, it's not because it's not because somebody who's putting us in this mess suddenly gets control over us, but everything from heaven. Fauci cannot, um, Fauci cannot go against Hashem, to be quite blunt. He cannot go against Hashem. Everything comes from Hashem. So it's not like Hashem says, I can do a lot, but when it comes to Fauci, there's nothing I can do, you know? <laughs> right. So, a person knows, I, I know one thing, everything is from Hashem, there's nothing random. Knowing that there's nothing random is giant. That's really important. There's nothing random. If, and, so, if nothing bad is coming to me, so surely Hashem will save me and give me a flacha. And that's when, even when, if I didn't do anything wrong, then by definition, he's going to save me. By definition of the rule. You're asking me questions that I don't know. Right? I don't, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just reading, right? I don't know all these answers. So if, if, so if nothing bad is coming to us, because we didn't do anything wrong, so surely he's going to give us success. 
even when there's no place in nature for us to have success. Nature is a little toy for Hashem. He makes it, he changes it, he moves it up, down, he does whatever he wants. So if nothing bad is coming to a person, why shouldn't they be saved? And if he's not, and if he's not deserving chesed, so shouldn't he have consequences? Shouldn't he have consequences? And yet, his nefesh is in Menucha Gemara, he's totally peaceful, because he knows Debira. He knows, he knows absolutely that his Sarah, God forbid, he knows one thing. Nobody runs my life. Not Bill Gates, not Fauci, not this, not the, not the Democrats, not the, the radical, radical left. Nobody. Only Hashem. That in itself is very healing. That has the potential to make a person very calm. You see how hard we have to work to still not be calm, even though we have this, this ability to be calm through that, right? That's, that's, the miracle is not that we're not calm. No, the miracle is how easy it is to be not calm when everything's safe. You know what I'm saying? The Pella, not miracle. The Pella is, the Pella is how easy it is to be stressed out when we're totally safe. That's a Pella. Wow, how did you manage to be so stressed out when there's nothing wrong in your life? I don't know, I worked hard on it. <laughs> right? So, um, in other words, whatever I did, Hashem said, now I decided this is what you need. Um, so, whom do we have to be afraid of? The radical left? The government? No. They're puppets. Only of Hashem. And Hashem has perfect judgment. They do not. The government for sure doesn't. They do. Hashem does. And even the consequences, I'm going to call the consequences, the punishments in Tyra, is still the chesed of Hashem. To clean the person um, in a way that's good for him, preparing him for Yemaisa Mashiach. So therefore, why, why worry? In theory. Why, right? It sounds good. So now we understand. Yeah. Right. 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 We trust the doctors. We trust the politicians. We used to trust the politicians. Right. So then you know they can they can really make wrong decisions. They don't have very good judgment. But I don't know the answers. Yeah. Right. 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 It's Hashem doing it. But not everybody's comfortable with that because then they don't like Hashem. It's one thing that you don't like your politician, your senator. But now, if Hashem is doing what feels like mean things, so not, not everybody's comfortable disliking Hashem. You know, like, yeah, me, you know, mean mommy. So you're a mean mommy, I'm going to run away from home. So if you're a mean God, I'm going to run away from the world. So I know, but, but so when he's tough, people are not so comfortable with feeling like he's mean. They can't deal with it. They had enough mean teachers and mean principals and mean, etc. So they want Hashem to just be sweet. Very, you know, cozy, yummy, 
Cozy, yummy. Right. So one second. One second. So now we understand. You can have total betachan and Hashem, even though you know that you're not actually deserving of being saved, um, and it doesn't affect your menuchas and nefesh. Because if you get peace from knowing that nothing's random, you're good. Depends on what your criteria, you know, I feel peaceful when, what? When I get yummy stuff in my life. Mm, that one's going to be tough. Okay, let's reframe it. I feel peace. I feel peace when I know that nothing's random. You're good. You will be peaceful. You will be peaceful. What's that? Hold on. So, Mepharshim say like this. Uh, okay, we're going to... One second. I want, I want to get to the part... I want to get to the part where... So we have to sort of... It's all underlined. I don't know. Maybe I underlined it. Um, here, let's go to Dalek. It's not... Um, so, Yaak... Okay. The Indian of the Nida Betachin, Dawid, the Pashtun, is not just a situation of Menuchat and Nefesh, but you trust, Bateyach, that it will be good for you, Betova Nirva Nigla Dafta, because Hashem will save you. Meaning, is the Indian of Betachin, Dawid, is it that I know that Hashem knows what He's doing? Is there, but I want more. That's great. Amazing. Now I can be peaceful because I know that nothing's random. I want more. Right. I want to know things will feel good. Says, here says the Rebbe, good, good request. If you switch to the coffin, is actually knowing that you can get good stuff. Imune is, Imuna teaches us there's nothing random. Wow, that's amazing. How much was that? That'll be $5,000 for that piece of advice. I'll pay it. Wow, really? You know, you go to the big, you know, travel to Yerushalayim, and you sit at the feet of whatever, and he says, I remember somebody went, and he said, I couldn't take it. She paid him $1,000, and he's 500 And he said, in the French, I want you to be more connected to yourself. They said, you paid $500 for that? All of your friends could have told you that. You need to be more connected to yourself. You paid $500 for that? What are you nuts? Like, I want, she went to a healer. She paid him $500. And he said, I want you to be more connected to yourself. And she said, wow, it was amazing, the advice. I said, come to us. We'll tell you for free. We want you to be more connected to yourself. Like, seriously, that's what you got from him? She said, yeah. He told me a couple of things, like, don't eat dairy. Hello. <laughs> it was ridiculous, you know. So imagine you go and feed, sit at the feet of somebody, and they say, um, you know, trust that Hashem is taking care of everything. Wow. Wow. Okay, there's $1,000. You feel much better. The Rebbe is saying, though, betachin is even higher than that. Um, the Indian of betachin, the fitashis, in a simple way, is not shayach by most yidin. Hmm. Because 
who is the Miuzasher Yuchal Liftok Alatna Shuroilach? Do you know anybody who could say, I can be sure that Hashem will save me because I never did anything wrong? You know those people who say, I've never done anything wrong? Those you sign up for the therapist. Right? There has to be like a special therapy. I am a therapist only for people who say they've never, never done anything wrong. Like specialty, you know? And then there's the therapist for the people who say, well, sometimes I do things wrong. Good. You go to this one and you go to that one. You don't know lots of people who think they never did anything wrong? Well, more they tend to be masculine than feminine. But not always. But not always. I'm just saying. So, so it's, a, it's a certain way. So, zone zang zone. So, who can say I am? I can. I will get the full coverage from Hashem. So they never did anything wrong. No. And the Indian of betachum by them is the ikker. The kasha gam imloi gizachu lechasei Hashem harayhim b'menuchasim. But what about the other saying? Could you count on being peaceful? That you know, you know, I did things wrong. But Hashem will save me anyway. You know, but he's not necessarily going to do it in a way that I'll recognize. Because I have these flaws. That's one way also. There's one kind of coverage from Hashem. You never did anything wrong. So he said, I promise you. Full coverage. And then there's for the people with the copay. You know, there's for the people that they did things wrong. And so they get full coverage, but it doesn't always look good. And then there's the tachem. Yeah, and it's like, you know Hashem will take full care of you, but some of the stuff won't look so pleasant, the way he takes care of you. That's all. Only Sadiqim Gemurim, they're complete in their Avaida, they don't have to worry, what if I sin? So they can know, I'm going to get absolute open good. And interesting, they, they're the ones who never did. Right, right, I know. So it's a fun, yeah, right, I don't know. So, one second. So, okay. Okay, so let's say this. One second. All right, okay, one second. In Chaibas of Abbas, it says um, about what, what is the reason that it's happening? Sheyia Misha Batachala Batachus and the Divas Vachesed. Divas? Vachesed. Misha Roilo, Misha Eina Roilo, Sheyia and Divas Matmit, Pasanim Tachloiker. That the Chavisal Abavas is saying the Indian of Batachan is for someone who, um, the Misha Eina You, even if you're not fit, even if you're not fit, you can have a sense protection. So here's the question. Okay, so one more question we have to ask, and then we're going to see how it's explained. Even though the Rahmin of Hashem is for somebody who actually doesn't sort of deserve it, um, what is the, here's the question. What is the aside of the Tachan, that the person trusts Hashem that it will be good even if you don't deserve that's what we want to know. Because all the other ones, I don't know, it doesn't apply to me. Maybe it applies to you. 
I don't, I don't know the answers, but you're going to have to. Now, I want to, I want to cover this stuff. Okay. So what, here's what it says. The story of the Sem of Tzedek, we know that he had somebody at home that was very not well. And the question was, by the time he got back, would the person even be in the world? And the Sem of Tzedek said to him, so, the simple actually thinking good, the token, will actually bring to reveal good. So, the, the, the obligation of the token. Very hard to focus. I can't think. Is not just a detail of the Amuna that everything is in the hands of heaven. And that he is Hanun Rachem. Chayva zu he avayda b'tniyatna. The obligation of b'tachin, it's right here, is an avayda. She mahuta v'gedara. What is the avayda? Tell me the rules of the avayda. You want a job? I want a job. What is a job? B'tachin. What do you need to do? You need to do the following. Sha adam yismach v'yishan trust Hashem. Rely on Hashem. To the extent that you throw your whole faith into Hashem's hands, um, and you have that you realize there's there's not there's nothing that's going to save me other than Hashem. This is the kavan of what it says of Chayvus Alabam. It's like a servant. He's in a pit or the base bar, and he's in. You're in somebody else's hands. You have no power of your own. You completely rely on him because you cannot do a thing. You're gagged and tied. You can't do a thing. Life of the other, you say. No problem. Now, the interesting thing is, many, I, I mean, I don't know, Chas Hashem to Tessa, but soon we'll switch to there. Many people say that that's the moment when the talking kicks in for them. When, when, when they realize, when they realize that they have nothing that will save them. Nothing. Not even a piece of straw. Then the talking kicks in. Very interesting. Um, when there's absolutely nothing to do, that's the story of Reb Mendel Futterfuss. Whatever it was after he came out of Gullis, etc., and and he went to Taival, he had nothing, 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 nothing. We're learning about the Tuffin. He had nothing, 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 nothing. Right. But I can't see them. Wait, I can't see it. hold more work. So... So, just be sitting on Kedusha here. So he had nothing, nothing, nothing. So he went to table in the water, in the river, whatever, without his clothes. Seems like when he came out, somebody had stolen his clothes. So he had nothing, but he still had the shirt on his back. Now he did not. So what did he do? What would we do? It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. You would cry too if it happened to you. Yes? You'd cry. I would cry. He danced. Because he said, he danced. He said, 
You know what, Hashem? Mazel tov. Now we can have a relationship. Until now, I wanted to. But the shirt on my back got in my way. I trusted that I had nothing, but at least I had like a pair of shoes. The shoes got in his way. I have nothing, but at least I have a pair of shoes. He said, when they were gone, now I know I have nothing but you, Hashem. Now, Mazel tov, we can start to have a relationship. But we're, start, we're standing under the chuppah. We're finally getting married. So he danced at the chassanah, so to speak. And finally, entering this, this relationship, this marriage with Hashem. My shoes were always in the way. You know, really be a nice shidduch with Hashem. What do you think? He said, I know, but my shoes, my shoes, my shoes. The shoes got in the way. When the shoes were taken out of the way, he said, now we can have a, a proper shidduch. Now we can have a proper shidduch. So, um, what does it say here? One second. Um, right. And therefore, the betafen that Hashem, betafen b'kadosh parchu b'ayfen she'ena matzah v'tivim mishanakah. This betafen has nothing to do with nature. Nothing to do with nature. The laws of nature, they, like if you even quote the laws of nature at that moment, it's like that, that's ridiculous. You know, like oh my goodness, it's raining in New York. Okay, I'll turn on, I'll, I'll use an umbrella in in Texas. Like what is that going to do for me? Nothing. The laws of nature do not do anything. They just don't help anybody. In this level where you say, Hashem is taking care of everything. Having the laws of nature, you see, you see that with, with Red Mendel Flitterfuss, the laws of nature, like I have shoes and they protect my feet and I can walk, got in the way. Yeah, you think, yeah. Right. Right. I, uh, right. We can. So let's see. We have a couple more. We have a couple more paragraphs here. Let's just see. So you see that. So we're talking about a situation where the laws of nature are not on your side. They're not going. To, they're not going to say, "Oh, it got a little bit better." The this and this and this and this. I mean, we see that with Shalom Mordechai. That was the whole thing. On Monday, he got the letter. On Aleph, he got the letter saying. There are no more appeals. You can you can put all of your stuff on your on the shelves here and arrange it cute and nice because this is going to be your home for the next twenty seven years or the next twenty years. So you know, settle in, relax. You're not going anywhere, right? People should cry. So he danced, and because he danced, I mean, because I don't know the system, but he danced when he should cry. He danced. He danced because of the same reason. It was the shoes, the letter, the appeals, the political appeals, the legal appeals were the shoes. As long as I've got shoes, as long as I've got a lawyer who might be able to turn the case around, it got in the way. So he danced just like Red Mendel Futterfuss danced. He said, now that I don't have any shoes anymore, meaning I don't have any legal, nothing, no lawyers, nothing, nothing, nobody can help me. The shoes are gone. Mavnkov, see you at the chuppah. I finally start to have a He danced at the chasana. He danced the dance of now the chasana begins. Now the shidduch really happens. Now the shidduch really happens. But now we really can have a relationship, myself and Hashem, a real marriage. So what do you do at a chasana? You dance. And the next day, so it's like Hashem said, a chasana in prison, not nice. 
go out and have a chasana at home. Go to, go to 770 and celebrate the chasana there. That's not a place for a chasana. Who are you going to invite? A bunch of drug dealers. So go to 770 and celebrate with them. So he came here and he continued dancing. You know what I'm saying? But you see that idea of when the shoes are gone and there's nothing. There's no nature left. And then you say, great, this is the moment I waited for all my life. Because now I don't need the shoes. I don't need the little lawyers. I don't need this. That stuff was, in a way, was good. But at some point it started to get in my way. Because I still believe maybe the lawyer could. Maybe, maybe, maybe. When there are no more shoes and there's no more socks and there's no more lawyer and there's nothing, no laws of nature, no politician, no this, no that, then Hashem says, see you with the chuppah, mazel tov, see you with the chuppah, see you with the chuppah. So once you're at the chuppah and once you recognize, you must have danced for that reason. Same reason Rev. Mendel Pokerfaz danced. I have nothing in the way now to challenge my relationship with Hashem. So you dance. So it's interesting that most probably Hashem said, yeah, it's such a place to make the chasana. What are you going to have, you know, what are you going to serve for food and who's going to dance with you? So let's, if Hashem is getting married, he wants to get married, maybe, but he said, let's go celebrate the chasana in 770. We'll finish dancing there. And we're still dancing about Hashem. So we, you know, so this is, this is that principle that, um, that the laws of nature, and when the laws of nature get in the way of you being saved, exactly that. You count on Hashem. You're not limited by the laws of nature. Okay, even more, what we just said. And this is the insight of the betachan of Hashem, that Hashem will give us good in a visible way. Even if you're not the most perfect person in the world. With betachin, you don't need to be perfect. You do what you can do, but you don't need to be perfect. It has nothing to do with perfection. The key to the other way is you need to really, really be on a level. You know, the key to Amuna, Hashem will give me good if I deserve. What do you need to get that? Be on a, a level. The second one, betachin, that's for Amuna. Betachin, what do you need to get it? Dance. Dance. Much easier. You dance. You don't have to be so perfect. It's, and in this generation, it's very difficult to be perfect because, you know, stuff. It's much easier in other generations to be perfect. So in this generation, the Rebbe says, don't worry, you don't have to be perfect. So what should I do? The Rebbe says, what do you mean? What do you think I've been saying for all these years? I don't know. What do you want us to do, Rebbe? Dance. No, but we understand. That's the idea. Trust. You dance. The what? Right. Do everything that you can and dance. The token is the the token itself. The explanation of the token is not, not that your mom in that you believe. It's not the token is not that you believe that the chesed of Hashem is unlimited. It's not this. Whether you're fit, you, whether you deserve or not, and therefore you receive the chesed of Hashem without the by That's not what it is. Right. In Mut, yeah. Betachin is not that you believe that the chesed of Hashem can come to me anyway. No. 
Betachen is an avida and a yagia in your nefesh. And it brings to the chesed of Hashem that comes from the avida and yagia of Betachen. That when we trust with truth and with depth in our neshama on only on Hashem, that's when he starts to produce. And he doesn't, and he doesn't worry at all. And you know the show Mordechai told that story. It was a whole complicated story. I'm not going to repeat it. I remember you know it better than I do, but something like, he had, one of the stories he had to, he had to rely on, he had to ask for certain permissions and finally, every month, and it was difficult to get, and finally there was a certain guard who said to him, I'll give you permission for the whole year. I'll give you permission for the whole year. And then you won't have to keep asking, you know, for visitation and all that stuff. So he gave him up until whatever it was, the end of December, and then the guy was retiring. So Shalom Mordechai thought, people said, go to him now and say, give me for the next year. Shalom Mordechai said, it was very difficult. I didn't want to ask. Look what I'm depending on. The guard. I don't want to do it. He said it got so difficult. There were difficult. There were moments when I'm thinking, I'll ask him. He's retiring. He'll write me a paper for next year. Next year? I'm not going to be here next year. So if I ask him for a paper for next year, it means I think I'm going to be here next year. But I'm not going to be here next year. What do I do? And he said it got very tough. Very tough. Because you see, the guard is leaving. You say, I'm leaving soon. Right. He's trusting the guard. And he said it was so tough. There were moments it was so tough. And in the end, I did not ask him for the paper. December was his release. He never asked for the paper for the next year. Right. He never asked for the paper, and he was released. Right. He was released. He said, I'm not going to be here next year. And he was released just before the end of the year without the paper. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. And, he, you know, he stood up to the Messiah. So, um, <coughs> this is Irish. You know, that we say, I know I am trusting Hashem. The trust itself, which is a very difficult abida, that's what he was saying. It was not an easy abida. In November and December, it was murder. It was so tough. The paper is nothing to get. All I have to say to Ms. Sir, please, could you just find the paper for next year? He said, but I'm acknowledging I'm going to be around in this place next year. No, don't do it. Yes, do it. No, don't do it. He's leaving. Ask for the paper. The paper. It's a big abida. So this is Iris. Hashem notices it, and it, it affects that Hashem will act um, in such a way that He will give good, even if we're not deserving. That's the talk. Right. That's the talk. Okay. And one more thing, and that's the Titan of. Okay, and we're we're finishing off with this last paragraph, and that's the Titan of the command. That the person has to throw his whole faith to Hashem, that it will be good in a way that you see it as good, as the son of Akra, when you only trust Hashem, when you don't make Hashem next year, 
right? The guard is going to give me a paper for the whole year, but what? It, but I don't want to be here, and I don't have real batak, you know, all of that. So, um, um, so when we make this crazy, you could say most, probably the other prisoners said, Rabashkin, you're nuts. I don't know if they knew. Let's say they didn't know. Or let's say he had people coming to visit him. What if somebody said to him, get the paper. What are you doing? No, I don't want the paper. Right? Get the paper. No, no paper. Yes, paper. No paper. Yes, paper. No paper. Yes, paper. No paper. The laws of nature. This has such a big effect on Hashem. You're willing to trust me without the paper? Yeah. Okay. So it's like Hashem is saying, when you really trust me that that much, you you've got that relationship to me. I'll give you that relationship to you. Because oh, what does it say? When we work, Hashem says, hey, you want to collaborate on a project like life? Uh, yeah. He says, all right, you want to do it with the laws of nature or without? With the laws of nature. He says, sure, no problem. Okay. So. Whatever it is, with the laws of nature, you got to follow nature. And if it's not working out for you, well, what do you want? It's the laws of nature. Without the laws of nature, Hashem says, you decide. You want in nature or out? In. Okay, no. Out. Okay. So you, so he bypasses nature. That means the person's supposed to get paid $50. They get 5000 instead. They get $5 million instead. That's bypassing the laws of nature. Hashem bypassed the laws of nature. He said, because you bypass the laws of nature. I mean, in the case of Shalom Mordecai, how did he bypass the laws of nature? He's willing to give you a paper for a whole year for visitation. And you're saying no? You're saying no? You're bypassing the laws of nature? Hashem said, that's what I was waiting for. When you bypass the laws of nature, so do I. You said no to the piece of paper. Right. So I said no to the laws of nature, too. So whether you could get out of jail one day after you were denied for life, Aleph Thomas, you're told, no, don't even write to us again. It's over, O-V-E-R, over. Base Thomas, hey, the President of the United States said you were free to go home. Goodbye. And he even said, I need to go back to my cell and bench. Because I washed on my <laughs> And then, I don't know, either they said, like, don't, don't take a chance. But okay. Yet it's still in with him. Because when they said, Rabashkin, go to the office. I guess he knew. When they say go to the office, wherever you go, take your phone. Because they, cause they move people around from one building to the other. They move them to Arkansas. You know, you never know. Just wherever, when they call your name, take the phone. They're not, that's from, you shouldn't call her name. Take your phone. But he didn't take the box of, box of masa with him. He washed. And they called him so fast, he didn't think about it. So I was like, oh, wait a minute, I have to take my masa. They said, okay, forget it, stay here. He didn't take the masa. So he had to bench where he was in the warden's office. He had to bench. He couldn't go back to his cell to bench. Right? But he's so bright. And his kapata, no, she ain't right. She had his kapata, which didn't exactly fit him from all the macaroni that he ate for, for eight years. What do you expect, right? <laughs> yeah, right? He needed a bigger kapata to accommodate all the macaroni. So, 
so when a person depends on Hashem, or when we only depend on Hashem, and we don't really care about the laws of nature, we bypass them, then, as I have the way Hashem works back to us is above any limitation. Mida connected Mida. He says, you jump above nature, I will too. Nature says, you need a piece of paper for next year. Nature says, imagine like a little five-year-old child will say, why don't you just call the president of the United States and tell him to call the, the president and tell him to let him go? A five-year-old thinks that way. But in a way, when we go into the Tafan, we think like five-year-olds. And they're not as, they have good ideas, a five-year-old. So Hashem, so if we do Mida connected Mida, Hashem, I'll be like a five-year-old. I was like, you're going to save me, I don't have to know how. You know, like the kids who say, somebody told me, a shlucha, she said, her daughter said, Mommy, you know those long limousines? You know the long said, I love them. Can we buy one? said, it costs a lot of money. Said, tell Tati to go to the bank and take money and buy it. What's the big deal? It's so simple for them. Doesn't the bank have money? Tell Tati, go to the bank, ask them for money, and buy the limousine. Like, <laughs> right? So when we take that five-year-old approach, in a way, Hashem says, you'll, you'll, you'll be a five-year-old, I'll be a five-year-old. Fine, take it. Take the limousine. You know, you walked into a Chinese auction or whatever. And you thought you were putting in for the shakel, but they put in the wrong box. Oh, guess who won the limousine? <laughs> All right. So we're ending off here. So what happens? So Hashem does mita connected mita. Shakadish barko shamer alavam rakanos. Hashem protects you. Hands rough months on you. Gam im alpichesh ben enoroy. Even if you don't deserve, somehow you get. And that's what the Tamaqsetic means. That the Betachan will bring to good results. That it's not a side thing, but this is what Betachan is all about. And then really here, the Rebbe, I'll, I'll just read one footnote. Okay, one other. If you're not fit by yourself, from the way of the Tachan, to bring down three chesed on those who trust it. Okay, I'm not sure. I have to look into it more. But basically, so what's, the, what's our conclusion? If you jump above the laws of nature, then the Abishur jumps above the laws of nature. If you want to be a stickler for nature... There are two ways to work. You can be a stickler for nature, and then he's going to say, fix yourself. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Fix yourself. Never do anything wrong. Oh, my goodness. It's a lot of work. It's not for our generation. So, so okay. You want the other, the other method? Yes. What? Dance. Trust me in, an, in, in a crazy way. Do not ask the guard for the paper for visitation for next year. It, it's much, that's, wow. If he said it was, it was getting really tough, you can imagine it was getting really tough. He was practicing the talking for eight years. 
it was getting tough. And it worked. So that's the Indian of Batakan. So the Rafur Shlema for Kenya Baka Devoraleya. She should stand up and dance immediately now. Gulamitis Vashlema with full and go back to her family, full health, all kinds of good things immediately now.